A lack of information around addiction and mental health issues has led to a lot of confusion. Heroes in Recovery is here to set the record straight and break the stigma through the power of storytelling and by celebrating the heroic efforts of those who walk this road of recovery every day. Our movement is built on the personal journeys of survivors, shining a spotlight on the disease of addiction and creating a global community of support. Go to heroesinrecovery.com to share your story, read hundreds of others, or join us for a 6K race. Together, we can break the stigma. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, man? How you doing? Yo, what's up? Welcome to Sober Guy Radio. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. We're live at Innovations and Recovery Conference in San Diego, California, brought to you by Foundations Recovery Network, the amazing sponsor of Sober Guy Radio. So much love and big thanks to them for bringing us out today, letting us connect with some awesome people in the recovery industry, in the recovery community. We're having a damn good time. We're almost uh, wrapping up, and um, uh, we're going to head back to Northern California in the next couple of days, but we've got some great content in uh, in the last few days that we've been here, so be sure to go back and check out the whole IIR series. You can do that at thatsoberguide.com, and uh, you can also find more resources there uh, regarding recovery and all kinds of good stuff. We're going to get to our guest today in just a moment, but first I want to tell you about a new treatment program, DXRX. DXRX provides access to alcohol treatment specialists, safe medication, and ongoing monitoring for people who want to stop or reduce their drinking, and it's all done through a simple phone app. Here's what will happen the first time that you call. You can take a test and assess your uh, alcohol drinking. You can see where you're at. It's a good place to start. Before you start the program, you'll meet with a physician who's a specialist in addiction. You'll discuss your goals for drinking, your health history, and any concerns Um, The physician will then create a personalized care plan just for you. You then monitor your progress with the breathalyzer and the DXRX mobile app. And the physician can also recommend safe, effective, non-habit-forming medicine that will help ease the alcohol cravings. Now, DXRX is a uh, great team of doctors and professionals. They're from right near my hometown in the Bay Area. And actually, Dr. John Mendelson is here at the Innovations in Recovery Conference. Uh, I've hung out with him quite a few times since we've been here. I've uh, been chatting, and he is a, uh, he's a great dude, and they have a great team. Rolando over there doing a lot of the marketing. Um, just some great doctors and uh, great people behind the platform and uh, really want to help bring substance abuse treatment to the next level and offer a new and innovative alternative uh, to treatment. So if you'd like more information about DXRX, go to that soberguy.com and you'll see the DXRX logo stronger than alcohol. Click on the logo and get started today. Today we're talking with Jaina Woodbury. Jaina Woodbury, my friend that I just met from the Chadwick house. Uh, they're connected to the Ohio house. So if you remember last year, uh, we uh, we put out an episode. Uh, I can't remember what episode number it is, but it's with Brandon Stump from the Ohio House, uh, and they just recently launched the Chadwick House. And we're going to talk to Jaina a little bit today. So Jaina, it's uh, very nice to meet you. Very nice to have you on the show today. Thanks How are for you? Having me, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Yeah. How's 
how's things going at the old IIR conference for you? It's it's a lot of schmoozing, is what you call it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, but I mean, I've met a lot of good people that are like-minded, um, especially running a women's program. A lot yeah. of people that have that heart to really help a lot of women recover, so yeah. it's been really good. Can I have you put the mic up just a little bit closer yeah. to you? You there want me to go. talk like this? There you go. Yeah, you got to hit it like that. Yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. You can get you can get the female version of um, of uh, what's his name with the big baritone voice. Patrick. No, I'm talking about Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's got a great baritone voice though too. He was on uh, yesterday or the yeah, day before. I think the first day. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he came in at ten. He's got a great story, man. I didn't I didn't really uh, talk he's to him. He's crazy. Much. He's a good yeah. crazy though. Yeah, a good crazy. Good yeah. crazy. I like that because he's very straight to the point. He reminds me of my homie Seth. Uh, who was extremely responsible for leading the path to my own recovery? So it's always oh. cool when you meet people like that. <laughs> kind of feel like you know them already. Yeah. So um, so what what brought you? Uh, so tell us a little about yourself, and then what brought you uh, into recovery? Yeah. So my sobriety date is January 12, 2012. I was a heroin addict. Um, I wasn't one of those people that just woke up and said, you know what? Today I'm gonna get sober. Um, I don't think a lot of us. Yeah. Kind of have that thought. Um, so my story is actually actually interesting. I was a part of a double intervention. I got married at the age of 20 uh-huh. um, and ran the streets with my husband. He's still my husband. Um, That's good. And so we had a double intervention where we had a guy come in. We had a daughter at the time who was two. And really? they were holding her saying, if you guys don't get help, we're calling Child Protective Services. Wow. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's I got sober when my daughter was two also. Really? And yeah. And that's, I mean, because they say, you know, oh, you got to do it for yourself, which you do. But obviously, I know for me, that, that definitely was a factor in, like, that helped to wake me up a little bit and say, man, like, mm-hmm. I'm putting her down the same path in a sense that, that um, I grew up in, oh, you know, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Um, so what happened from there? And a double intervention, does that mean an interventionist comes in and sits, sits down with both of you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So obviously, you know, we said yes, um, and they shipped us off to a wilderness program, which is not necessarily ideal. When I look back, it's all good. <laughs> a wilderness? Pro- I just picture oh, you yeah. like with a big backpack. And, exactly. Yeah. And I had to learn how to make fires with a steel and a quartz rock. Um, <laughs> that is some cool shit, though, I got to say. Bow drill. Yeah. Bow drill? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the, that's it's the old where you, school technique? It's where you take the, a stick and you basically make a bow and a spindle and you you create friction and it creates a cold and, and it takes like six hours to like make a fire and shred nah, your hands you gotta so. be good it's like five minutes tops. really oh yeah yeah because i know that <laughs> stuff's difficult you probably got you got it down yeah no it took a while so we were there for 60 days um we're actually the only married couple that this center has actually taken um, they took a risk because, as you know, it's very uncommon for yeah. couples to get sober together and then stay together. It's extremely. It's it doesn't happen. Very rare. That very I, I, rare. Mean, I think you're the first person I've talked to. That's, um, yeah. Because I'm Jane. Because you're Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That is comedy. So what? Ha- so what? Number one, where was this wilderness place? Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, so it was out of California. Oh, and you yeah. were way out. And I was sold because I heard Asheville's where all the hippies go. They yeah. got good music. And you're Jane, so you fit right in. (laughs) I love it. So how did that? uh, How did that play out after? um, 
Well, wait, you do the intervention and then you both go to treatment. Yeah. So what happens from there? So my daughter, <clears throat> excuse me, ended up staying with my mother-in-law, uh -huh. um, who was responsible for setting up the intervention. We were there for 60 days, and once we completed, we came out to California for aftercare. Got it. Um, and I went to a facility where you can bring your child. It's called New Directions for Women, and it's actually only one of three places in the whole United States that a mother can get well with her child. Really? Dang. Yeah, so I, I went out there, and uh, my daughter, again, who was two at the time, lived with me. We were there for six months. And so do they help, They, I'm, I'm assuming they help facilitate all of the treatment work um, and, and helping you stay sober and uh, work a program, all that stuff. Do they also help take care of the of your child like, yeah. while you're there? daycare during the day daycare. while you're in group. Mm -hmm. And do they kind of assist you in, uh, in um, helping, helping to care for her and like learn... Parenting I mean, you're, classes. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, all, the whole nine yards because, <laughs> I mean, you're really recreating your life in a sense, you know? Oh, yeah. What's up? How are you? Hi. Good. Hi. Yes. Um, <laughs> what's that? Uh, you know what? I'm going to be wrapped up at the end of the day today. So we're live right now, but take a card and we do them, uh, we do them um, uh, Skype interviews. I put a show out every week. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, take a couple stickers. All right. Um, yeah, so we, uh, um, when they, when they're giving you parent, like parenting classes, cause yeah. oh, that's what I was going to say. So when, when you get back, you're basically recreating this whole new life cause you lived on, Absolutely. you know, you lived the lifestyle of being oh, yeah. high and it's completely different. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Um, wow. It's like winking and stuff. That's <laughs> cause you're the sober Inter guy. Come interesting. on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very nice lady just stopped by and was winking and being very nice. So, uh, anyways, um, <laughs> That threw me off a bit. Comedy. Jaina, help me out here, please. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> parenting <me>. classes. <laughs> so, yeah, we did the parenting classes. Um, this is where it actually gets, it gets interesting. You're going to love this. So because they knew I was married, uh, I was the first client that they did date night with. Really? Oh, yeah. So I ended up getting pregnant at 90 Days Sober. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. Oh, that is funny. Uh-huh. And so I was the treatment center. Thank goodness it was for women and children and pregnant women. And so pregnant I could women. stay. Now yeah. you qualified. I qualified. Wait, we have a lot of similarities because my wife got pregnant 30 days to my so when and I came it's home. Like surprise. It was a surprise. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, it was it was a surprise. But at the same time, I kind of see it like as a God thing because mm -hmm. we had tried before for a long time and my oh. wife had miscarried. And I just think God was just saying, you're not ready yet. Yeah. You, you, as a family, you're not ready yet. And then I think as, as soon as, you know, as soon as I made that commitment to life change, uh, boom, you know, there, and I, I hear stories like that often. Yeah. Um, so after you get through recovery, which sounds super interesting, I know there's probably much more to the story, mm -hmm. uh, but after you get through that, um, and, you, and you get out, how do you guys start working in the recovery community? That's a good question. So I started, so starting over in California, having lost everything to addiction, California is really expensive. Yeah. Um, and so it was really hard finding an apartment for us to go to. So we ended up finding this little one bedroom and my husband was working in treatment and I was in school and we yeah. just couldn't make it off of, you know, one income. So I started working in treatment um, on a graveyard shift as a house tech, which you know, you basically care for the clients, hand out meds and things yeah. of that sort. 
Um, and so we rotated our schedules because uh, we couldn't afford, you know, childcare at the time. Oh, that's so, so expensive. <laughs> We're so lucky we have my, uh, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law. Thank you. Um, to, and my mom too she helps out sometimes mm-hmm. uh, because child care is like who can afford that it's like yeah. another, it's like another rent or a mortgage payment <laughs> it is yeah. it is um so we did that and i you know started taking classes online to be a drug and alcohol counselor i felt that was my calling was to share my experience strength and help with other women to help them find the path that i was on you yeah. know to healing um and so i just gradually moved up you know in that company did a lot of crisis intervention um got my Act to do the nice. counseling um eventually did you know marketing and all the other stuff but i'm in the position now which we'll, i'm sure we'll talk about at the chadwick house yeah yeah um because of my collective experience in the field so i want to i want to back up a little bit you you were a heroin addict yeah can you i, I should have got into this sooner but um let's let's address it real quick you went from uh, from prescription medication, right at yep. first, and then that graduated into into heroin. Yep. I don't know if "graduated" is the right term, but uh, it's a very common theme. Uh, we're hearing about it a lot more in the media now because of the huge epidemic that's basically sweeping the country. Absolutely. Um, can you talk a little bit about that uh, from the female perspective? And uh, I know there's a lot of ladies out there that are are still actively struggling in yeah. it. And hopefully, maybe one of them's listening right now, and you can give them a little insight on uh, how they can maybe get some help. Yeah, so I actually got addicted to pain medication with my first daughter when I had a C-section. Um, I dabbled in other stuff in high school. You know, we went to a lot of festivals, and I'm sure you know, you know what's there. Um, and so, yeah, prescription medication. Um, and then when I lost insurance, I instantly went to the street drug. It's cheaper. Um, you know, and, and addiction is a progressive deal. That's what you learn about. And so it just went from, you know, snorting straight to IV use. Um, yeah, so lost everything in four months because of that. Heroin is no joke. Once you get there, um, you know, I know people that have stayed in addiction to heroin for a long time. Um, some people, it you die and it gets worse or it gets worse. Those are the only yeah. ways, you know, or you can get help. Yeah, I have a, um, a aunt who is, um, I think she's been clean for 15 years now, but she was, she says it herself, she was a straight heroin junkie for like 20 oh, years. Yeah. And um, she explained how it was to a point with her where um, it wasn't even about getting high anymore. It was just about maintaining. maintaining. And so that was the lifestyle. And, and it, and, you know, it was very exhausting for her to have yeah. to try to find uh, how to get high. And then she went to jail and her husband died, OD'd when she was in jail. And so... Um, I guess point being, like yourself, you've recovered from it. Um, mm-hmm. We all have somebody we know who's who is able to recover from it. It is possible if you reach out and you ask for help. And there's no weakness in that. There's many resources, and that's what we're going to get into with the Chadwick House. You guys just started the Chadwick House. It's a women's recovery center. Uh, talk about that. So yeah, the Chadwick House. We opened March 1st, uh, Women's History Month. For me, you know, building something for women to go to was important in terms of, I know how women can be catty at times, (laughs) you know? And so there was a lot of love, you know, and thought that went into creating this foundation. Um, you know, I vet the women too, you know, I, my hope is that the person is willing, you know, I, for me, I wasn't necessarily willing. Like I said, I didn't wake up and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go get help today. It was not like that, um, at all. But you know, I, I have that long conversation with all the women on the front end and let them know, Hey, five years ago, you know, I had a needle in my arm and I wanted to die. Like I understand, 
being in that chained addiction and not yeah. wanting to be anywhere. There's like nowhere you feel comfortable yeah. <laughs> in life, yeah. you know, yeah. it sucks. And so um, I try to connect with the women right away. Um, the house, when you walk in, you instantly feel a sense of calm. Um, you know, we hand built a little Zen meditation table that we have our community meetings at. Nice. Um, How many beds? Six. Six beds. Six. And it's in Orange County, right? Orange County, right on the back bay, which is really chill. It's a nice little getaway. California's busy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on, but you yeah. step out and you can kind of get into that quiet space. Yeah. Um, so what do you like... Take us through like what uh, like a general you know briefly not to get into the uh, the whole the whole yeah. bunch of details but briefly from somebody who is like struggling and and they they want to reach out like what is the process for them to do that and like with um, you know actually getting into the house all that kind of stuff what is yeah that so I mean of? if you're reaching out and you're in active addiction obviously I know from experience that you go through withdrawal um, so I want to get you somewhere safe to where you can detox. Um, and so we, we work with a lot of facilities, you know, and so I would get you placed. And from there, you know, I would come up with a plan, ultimately. Yeah. Um, and, and the women are a part of the plan, too. Some people want to go to treatment and some people don't. Um, I understand not wanting to go to treatment, you know, yeah. but having that conversation, you know, on the front end, you know, for the women to actually get in to come to me. What is the connection to the Ohio House? And I, I bring that up, number one, because Ohio House is awesome. Um, you know, like I'd mentioned in previously, uh, check out the episode with Brandon Stump um, if you'd like to learn more about Ohio House. But I bring that up too because um, you guys have s some great support with the Ohio House and Ohio other House in that crushes. community. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. talk about that a little bit. So the Let's Ohio see. House, um, it organically started. Brandon, the owner, he you know came out to California like most of us do, you know, to get sober and get well, and he had this house. And he had two extra beds and, and people moved in who wanted, you know, obviously the same thing, sobriety. Um, you know, unfortunately, they didn't stay sober, but a lot of people, they were all from Ohio. That's why yeah. it's called the Ohio House. Yeah. So <laughs> I know, I do they're like, that. so jokingly, they, they were like, I want to come to the Ohio House. How much does it cost? So, again, it's something that grew organically. One house turned into two, turned into three. Yeah. And people were staying sober. Um, there's an emphasis on community and a brotherhood. Like Chadwick, there's an emphasis on sisterhood. Um, and so now they have 12 properties, 96 beds. So crazy. And they just celebrated um, 220 years of collective sobriety. Wow. Yeah. Hey, this is great, man. I thought I'd open it up with a little Cheech. Cheech. Was that Cheech or Chong? Probably Cheech. Was it? Hey, this is great, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Classic. Anyways, um, so talk a little bit more about Chadwick House. I think we were talking about getting into um, and whatever. We're I guess. talking about Ohio House, bro. Or Ohio House. That's right. See, I'm so <laughs> what happened was, see, I'm going to be fully transparent here. I had to pause the recording for a moment because there was a raffle going on in the background in case you didn't hear it, which you probably did. And now we're picking up right from where we left off that I totally forgot. So Ohio House, take it away. Yeah. So Ohio House, um, I think I was saying they col uh, collectively celebrated 220 years of sobriety. Yes. So they've been open for five years. Um, Brandon approached me, th well, I approached him actually three years ago and wanted to do something for women. It didn't feel like the right time. I've grown a lot personally just yeah. in my recovery and professionally, you know, in the field. Um, and so he approached me about a two and a half months ago, three months ago, and, and it was finally time uh, to open the Chadwick House. felt like it was right. 
Yeah. Isn't it funny it's how like that a happens? Divine, like, it's like yeah. a divine feeling, you yeah. know? And the Chadwick house, so we wanted to keep it connected to Ohio house, but we didn't want it to be Ohio house for women because yeah. Ohio house is just like manly, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so we actually named the Chadwick house after Cassie Chadwick. She's from Cincinnati, Ohio. She's deceased. She's from back in the day, but she's okay. the biggest, baddest con artist. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. So what, what made you guys name it after her? Her story is incredible. Unfortunately, she died in the penitentiary. But the point is, is what we wanted the Chadwick House. We don't want a bunch of con artists, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know we have all, I'm sure, had our fair share of the chameleon. Yeah, <laughs> doing things. Um, yeah. You know, so we we really put a lot of thought into creating the name, the branding, the like down to the color. You know, again, when we wanted something that when people look at it, they're like, I want to go there. I want to be there. Um, how many how many women's facilities are in Orange County or in the area? Is there not many? No, there's not a lot of places for, and which is crazy. Yeah. When I think about it, but when I really think about it, women are usually the last to get help because they're too busy taking care of everybody else. So true. It is true. That is so true, especially if you have kids mm-hmm. and you know uh, spouses and. Um, I know my wife puts herself last like, yeah. all the time, and I'm, I tell her something like, "Go, you know, go do something." And she does. Don't get me wrong; it's not yeah, like she doesn't totally. take care of herself mm-hmm. by any means. But she just ha- it's I think it's just in women's nature to to um, be, nurturing be nurturing and take care yeah. of others. Absolutely. Yep. So we're the last ones to get help. So there aren't a lot of good places for women to go, which yeah. is really unfortunate. But again, that's why I felt called, you know, as a woman in sobriety, as a mom, I have three, you know, young daughters, seven, four, and four months. You have a four-month-old? Oh, yeah. Dang, yeah. you are badass. <laughs> Just straight rocking it. Yeah. Four, wow. I love family, you know, but I yeah. get to have that because I'm sober. But I've yeah. been that mom that was an addiction to where I put my daughter not in good situations, you yeah. know. Um, I, so I'm going to actually ask a personal favor from you right now. Yeah. Um, so I have a friend, um, basically a little sister, you know, no, her brother's one of my best friends. We, she reached out to me a couple months back and I live in Solano County. There's not a, just what we were talking about. Not a lot of resources there yeah. uh, for, especially for women. There's a, there's a few, at least that I know about, there's a few ones, county programs, stuff like that. But the waiting list is down, you know, it's, it takes forever to, to yeah. get in. Um, she's going through a situation where, um, you know, she she uh, doesn't have her, her daughter at the time. You know, she doesn't mm-hmm. have it right now. And she, she obviously wants to get her back. She loves yeah. her. Um, she's, she's trying to get clean. She reached out. She got into a program. Um, what advice can you give her or somebody like her who's in her situation? Because I'm sure there's other people out there listening, too, um, that, that can help her kind of get through. Like, is it take care of yourself first and then worry about your child? Is it um, like, how do you kind of address that? Well, I mean, as I say, you can't transmit something that you don't have, right? And so taking, giving yourself permission to take the space. A lot of, I know for me, I felt very shameful and guilty for not even being with my daughter for the 60 days that I was away from her. I mean, I was very upset and was crying constantly, you know, because I felt, you know, as a woman, I felt... Like, I needed to be that mom. I needed to be present. Yeah. It's like the yeah. natural feeling that a woman has when she has a child. Yeah. Um, but it's the best thing that I could have ever done because what she has today is a life with a sober... She sees only a sober mother. Yeah. Um, it's a sober household, you know. I'm present um, for her. But, yeah, just to keep... To, again, give yourself permission to step away and heal. Yeah, and not, and not feel guilty about it and know that that short-term... 
you know, what initially is a short term yeah. process, the first 60, 90 days, whatever, even if it's six months, um, that is going to lead to a lifelong um, better life, right? Yeah. For not only yourself, but obviously for the, for your children yeah. too. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And a lot of us, you know, when we're first getting sober, or trying to get sober, have an idea of what it should look like or how it should be. And usually those ideas are what screw us over in the end. Yeah. You know, we don't know, you know, so take guidance from people that have walked before you yeah. and sit down and listen, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's a hard thing for us to do. We all it like is. to talk. Yeah. That's why I do a radio show, I guess. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, you know, so being in the, re- in the recovery community, a lot of people think being sober is whack. Like there's no, you can't have any fun. You can't do anything. So not true. So the opposite. There's another stigma that goes along with recovery. Uh-huh. Talk about being in the recovery community and how <clears throat> fucking cool it actually is. Yeah, no, it, it is cool. So I'm 29. I'm going to throw yeah. out my age. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and I, so I went back home. I'm from St. Louis originally from the Midwest. Um, where they have a lot of heroin yeah. <laughs> not not good i mean it's everywhere now but um so when i went back it it was weird there was a sense of i was almost sad because a lot of the people that are still there like in addiction are doing the same things and i know they're not fulfilled doing that you know like when i got sober my world became bigger yeah um i it's weird because nowadays like I don't have any chaos you know like yeah. I, I wake up I go to work but like I'm present in every moment and well, for the most part yeah. and <laughs> I'm not like perfect no. <laughs> yeah come on well, that's what I was going to say though too it's, it's not I just want to be clear like in recovery it's not all like everything like we still have shit in life that life throws 100%. at us that we have to deal but the difference is is we get to actually deal with it instead of turn into a needle or a bottle or whatever yeah. the the choice is we actually feel that emotion and we actually get to deal with it and then we have a community around us um, that can help us and we can mm-hmm. bounce shit off of and talk to other people about it. i mean that's what i love about recovery yeah and my pain you know that i felt and my struggles in sobriety have allowed me to connect to way more people yeah because um, yeah. i have an understanding maybe of what that person is going through for that day at that point in time and can be that pillar of hope you know so it's a good deal yeah for sure what are you looking forward to uh to the future for you for the chadwick house i mean i know we're supposed to be living one day at a time the old cliche i get it but uh we all got to have visions and goals at the same time too like what do you see chadwick house is going to be the best and the biggest community of women um even again even with women there's that it's like an unknown unspoken vibe that everyone's just like oh she has a lot of guy friends and you know she it's like no women stick together women for me you know are the future you know we are the the mother of children we are the backbones and families and the voice of reason in men's heads you know like that's (laughs) That is for damn sure because yeah, I've been does. ready to do some dumb shit and my yeah. wife's voice will pop she in tells and go, you what's Shane? Up. <laughs> right. Shane? Right. Like, yeah, I better not do that. Right. So it's going to be the, the biggest and best um, sober community for women. It's a sisterhood. We're all about, you know, good vibes, healing, taking care of each other, looking out for one another. We're out opening a second, third house here pretty soon. Again, we've opened up Women's History Month. Like, how appropriate. Yeah. Um, I want to say I did that on purpose. I didn't. <laughs> pretty cool though how it lined up like that yeah yeah Yeah. um so yeah that's the goal that's what's gonna happen when is uh chadwick house ohio house gonna come up to northern california because we need some help up there it's uh there's i mean san francisco 
um, you know, Sacramento, I know there's resources there, but I'm, I'm talking about in some of the smaller communities, like yeah. Solano County, for instance, is um, Vallejo, <clears throat> Fairfield, which is a, a spot that is in dire it's need bad. of some help. It's, it's really bad out yeah. there. Um, up to through Vacaville, uh, Dixon, um, you know, there's, I don't know. It's, uh, I, know it's, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of people struggling. There's not a lot of resources. Hopefully that changes soon. You know? Yeah, um, no, totally. I mean, this is interesting too. So my husband, he's the director of admissions at the Ohio House and I'm, you know, do admissions for Chadwick House, but I probably place more people outside of the Chadwick House for treatment than I do into our own spot. Really? Because if I get that call, I know that that person might not have another day. They might not even yeah. have another few hours and I'll do anything yeah. that I can you know, to pro- provide free resources if they're homeless or about to be homeless, um, you know, if they have the means to get into treatment, like I will walk them through that process completely all the way. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's wrap this thing up. It's been really cool talking with yeah, you. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. If uh, w- one last question for you, mm-hmm. if anyone out there is listening right now and they want help, they want to reach out. What can you tell them? Call me. You want me to give my number right now? If you'd like to, yeah. yeah. Give the website, phone number, whatever you'd like. So it's Chadwick, C-H-A-D-W-I-C-K dash house dot com. Um, and then my number is 949-734-9356. Um, if I don't answer, leave a message. You know, I'll get back to you. But reach out. I mean, I, I know for me, I didn't reach out. I was fortunate enough to have an intervention. But if I did not have that, I have no idea where I would be right now. You know? Yeah, it's awesome. Jana Woodbury. (laughs) Love it. So so great to meet you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, Thank you. We're coming live from Innovations and Recovery San Diego. Uh, It's great to be here. For more information, go to thatsoberguy.com. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean.